Welcome back to the fourth and one podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the fourth and one podcast. Um, today is going to be a long, long episode because I don't want to break it into two parts. I just want to put it into one. Um, so basically, we are going to go through the power rankings. Go as in depth as possible, but I don't want to go too much in depth to make it to where point, like, what episode is too long. So I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible, but some teams are going to go deeper than others. First team is Timberwolves. Um, they're the worst team. 11-35 record. Uh, offensive rating, bottom five. Same thing with defensive rating, bottom five, even bottom three. They're just... The Malik Beasley suspension hurt. Cat's injuries. Just going on in his life. D'Lo hasn't been able to play. Anthony Edwards has shown potential, but he's just not efficient. It's just... They shouldn't be as bad as they are, but... Uh, they are. And their scheduling gets harder from here. They have to first Brooklyn, Knicks, Memphis, and the Sixers. Which are all tough matchups. Probably could even go one for there. Um, the 29th team is the Rockets. 13 and 32. Bottom three offense. A top 15 defense, which is actually quite shocking. But uh, no VO anymore. Um, and the James Harden trade there isn't anyone. Dante Exum was is the only other piece technically from the James Harden trade, which is on a, like an expiring contract, and he still hasn't played. Um, the other players are doing what they need to do. Like Karis Levert, he's able to ball out. Jared Allen was technically part of the trade, balling out. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. has some potential. John Wall is old. Christian Wood is struggling to stay healthy. Um. But we've seen, like, flashes of John Wall. He's still a good guard, but there's just no one on this team. Uh, the 28 team is Detroit. They are 12-33. Uh, bottom 5 offense. Top 15 defense. Um, Killian Hayes is basically completely out. Dennis Jr. has been hurt. Uh, Corey Joseph is on the team. They have a couple seconds. Saban Lee is doing okay. He's a rookie. He's shown some potential. Um, that, but Jeremy Grant, again, great player. Jeremy Grant's playing great this year. But besides the injured guards that they have that are overrated, this team has probably one of the worst futures in the NBA. Um, Orlando Magic, um, they're 27th. Probably gonna be the worst team um offensive rating is bottom t- three defensive rating top 20 but they just don't have anyone they have Wendell Carter as one of their best players um Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac were both out for a season they can't do anything Mo Bamba is also one of their players that need to boost, but he just sucks. 
Chumo Kiki shows potential. He could shoot the ball. He's a big that could shoot, which is needed. Um, they're playing better with Okiki on the floor, but their schedule also isn't easy. And there's their best player right now, Terrence Ross. Um, they don't have a single player. They don't. That team is going to be bad for a long time because they don't even have a lot of picks. I'm pretty sure. Um, Toronto, 26. Man, have they been disappointing? 18 and 28 record. Top 15 offense, bottom 10 defense. Um, they've. It's crazy how bad they've become. Cause they brought basically like the whole team, but they didn't bring Ibaka back. And they didn't bring Gasol back. Both their centers. Um, Aaron Baines hasn't been able to fit the role. Siakam hasn't been able to play the big role either. Um. The Raptors, they needed to make a move if they want to become a better team. But this year isn't for it, I guess, because they got rid of Norman Powell for Gary Trent, which I don't understand the purpose of that. Norman Powell is playing the best one playing for them. Unless they're going for a full tank this year. I don't really get the purpose of it. But they are in the Eastern Conference. If they could heal, they could still possibly hit a playoff spot. Um... Fred VanVleet been a little disappointed, but he hasn't been playing bad. I mean, nobody's been hurt a lot, but they just can't string a win streak. They, I think they lost like nine straight or something crazy like that. They can't win. They can't close out games. They, they just been struggling. They have a pretty easy schedule with Detroit, OKC, and Golden State upcoming, which would be helpful, but it's looking bad for them. Um, Washington. They're 25. They're 16 and 28. They have a bottom 10 offense and a bottom 5 defense. Now, this is one of the more interesting teams. Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double playing unbelievable. Danny Abdija, he hasn't performed yet. He hasn't been that guy that they need. Um, so I want to talk about two things. One being Westbrook, the other one being Beal. Also, they have Gafford, which is it helps Washington's situation at the center, but it's still not good. But Gafford, last time he had three blocks. And he's, he's performing the defense in the paint, which is helpful, but still not good enough. But Westbrook, crazy year he's having. He's playing unbelievable. Like, they people consider him, watch people consider him this. You can say whatever you want. Westbrook is the top guard. He's averaged triple-double four of his last five years. He's been putting up the stats needed. Sure, some of stats can be BS. So what? He's still... Helping the team win games. I mean, look at last night. A pretty good Indiana team. They've been stringing wins together as well. Westbrook single-handedly took them down. Dropped like, what, 35 and 21 assists with like 14 rebounds? He single-handedly beat that team. Westbrook, yeah. He can't perform in the playoffs. Everyone knows this. But in the regular season, he is he's, a, he's unbelievable. Now, Beal. He went from 
the most underrated to the most overrated. Um, I was a huge Bradley Beal fan until this year. Um, people overrate him, saying he's top 10, top 15 player in the NBA. He, he's only a scorer. He, if he has an off night, he's useless. He's not a good playmaker. He's not a good defender. He's not a good rebounder. If he can't score that day, they're going to lose. They're going to lose. And you're not guaranteed efficient Beal every single night. That's just something that you can't really rely on. Beal, yeah, he's a great story. He's unbelievable. But these two games that he played with the Knicks against us, um, what did he do? Nothing. He couldn't score. And what did that lead to? Them losing both games. Westbrook had the same problem. Yes. But at least Westbrook provided some rebounding, some playmaking. Beal couldn't provide that. He's averaging a career high 31 points, Beal is. He's shooting 90% from the free throw. Field goal percentage is 48.5. And three point percentage is 33.8. Which is a career low. He's also averaging the lowest amount of three since 2017. Um... That's the thing. He's not as efficient. Yeah, he's scoring unbelievably, but his three-point percentage just dropped. He can't defend. They're not going to win games with Beal. Beal cannot be the best player on a championship team. He will not be able to lead a team unless you're going to surround that whole team with defenders, lockdown defenders. I'm not saying Lonzo's lockdown defender, but Lonzo could provide help at guard. Westbrook is there too. Lonzo would be helpful. You need people, like, <laughs> the first thing that came to mind is Reggie Bullock, great 3 and D player. The Wizards need stuff like that if you want to win with Beal as your best player. But even with Beal as your best player, they, it's, it's, it's very difficult. You need another start. I'm going to go to the next team because that situation's weird. Um, next team is Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, offense, terrible. They're dead last. Um, defensive rating, they are top 20. Um, so, this is another situation where they're just in a bad situation. Um, Colin Sexton is a great player. Isaac Okoro hasn't been performing as they wanted him to, but he's not bad. Jared Allen... The way I see it, he's going to be a better DeAndre Jordan because he has a lot of potential. Um, Darius Garland isn't good. He's a small guard. I, I still don't understand that draft pick from that year. I forgot what year it was, but I remember seeing them. Like, why are you drafting if you already have Sexton? There was literally no point for that because it's just two small guards playing with each other. But this they haven't been able to perform at all. And their schedule doesn't get easier from here either. They're 17 and 29. They're going to struggle. Yeah, they're not good. OKC, 23, record is 19 and 26. They have the second worst offense, but they have the 11th best defense. Um, 
the fact that they're 19 and 26 is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I mean, Shea's been hurt so much this year. Al Horford isn't going to play again this season because they want to tank. Moses Brown, I he's been playing great for them when he does play. Isaiah Roby hasn't been bad. Theo Maldon doesn't look terrible. He looks he looks like he has some type of potential. And they're trying to tank. This team has one of the best futures. I think it's like 26, 24, whatever the picks are. 24 picks in like the next like five years. It was something crazy like that. That is unbelievable. Like this team has a very bright future. They always win games. Always. Lugan's door. She shows great potential. OKC is just a well enough rounded team. They're very young. They have a lot of potential and they have a lot of draft picks. Um, the next team is the Bulls. 19 and 25. That's another team I want to go a little bit in depth with. They have both are in the top 20 for offensive and defensive rating. They're both very similar. Um, I don't understand the trades. You're giving up. I want to say valuable assets because it's Wendell Carter, but giving up picks and stuff like that, I don't, I don't like it. Um, Vucevic, don't get me wrong, great, great, great center. He's an amazing center. He's one of the best in the league. But Chicago's not a win-out team. Zach Levine, he's he's doing his best to lead this team. Kobe White is not even good enough for a starting job at this point. Thomas Sadaransky has been starting over him. Kobe White's been disappointing. Wendell Carter hasn't performed, so that's why they traded him. But Vucevic is an aging center, and they don't he doesn't fit the timeline of the Chicago team. If they wanted to bring some type of mentorship and bring in Vucevic for the other guys, okay, that makes sense. But you got both rid of both of your young centers. You got both Wendell Carter and Daniel Gafford. I think the backup is Daniel Thice. I don't know how he even got on the team, but he is. <laughs> it's just they're in a pretty bad situation too. Um, I thought Kobe White is going to increase this year, but he just hasn't. Um, next team is going to be the Miami Heat. Uh, they're twenty-two and twenty-four. They beat the Knicks yesterday so it might be 23 and 24 i'm not sure um they are uh they should be better than their record uh they've been hurt a lot of the year their top 10 defensive team offenses in the bottom um they went on 11 and one stretch and lost six in a row and won against us yesterday as well uh they have one of the worst three-point percentages out of anyone in the league Victor Oladipo will definitely be helpful for this team whenever he does come back. Um, but this team is probably going to make playoffs because of how bad the East is, but they can make noise. They definitely can. Uh, 20 is the Kings. Um, I don't know how they're this high. Honestly, this team is terrible. The only good player is Jan Fox. Jan Fox has been playing amazing. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton has shown great potential. I always like Tyrese Halliburton straight out the draft. Um, Buddy Heald, I don't, I'm surprised he's still on this team. Harrison Barnes hasn't been playing bad. And Rishon Holmes. 
solid center, but Luke Walton is your coach. They have a 21-25 record. They have a top 10 offense with the dead last defense. They just... One, they need to fire Luke Walton. That's one thing. And second thing, they have to get defenders. Because running their lineup of De'Aaron Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, and Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes, there's little to no defense. That's the main focus in the draft next year in the offseason. 19 is the Pacers, 21 and 23. Um, they're a good team. They are a good team. They shouldn't be this low, personally. Uh, they have a top 15 defense and a top 15 offense. They're a well-rounded team. TJ Warren, unfortunately, wasn't really able to play this year out due to his injury. Karis Silver has been playing decent. He's been doing what he does for the Pacers. Sabonis is an also. Malcolm Brighton has been playing great. They, they're a well-rounded team. Miles Turner, uh, like, uh, top three depoy. Like, Indiana does have the potential to be good, but this is not the year. We have to see how TJ Warren does next year with the whole team fully healthy. But this year with the, all the Corona stuff is not them. Um, 18 is the Pelicans. What a disappointing team this is. I want to go a little bit in depth with the Pelicans as well. Um... You have Lonzo. I really could care less about the shooting. Uh, Drew Ho- no, not Drew Hawley. I'm stupid. I could really care less about the shooting guard. I don't think there's a big shooting guard. Brandon Ingram, Zion. That, you have a big three. Let's get that straight. Okay? They have a big three. I don't know their exact starting lineup, but they have a big three. Lonzo is a great playmaker and can become a great scorer. Um, I have a bias towards Lonzo I do think he can be good on a different team um, they don't treat the, they don't play him right um, they treat him like a spot up shooter I guarantee you if the ball's on his hands they're able to perform better because not only is he going to be able to shoot more but Zion's going to be able to get open more same thing with Brandon Ingram but I'm pretty sure the coach is Steve Van Gundy um, it's just the team looks disoriented. They don't look like a great team. Um, and their schedule isn't very easy upcoming either. But we'll see how they do in the near future. They could definitely, um, what's it called? They can make some noise at the end of the season. Zion's been playing great. Brandon Ingram's, again, playing amazing. But we have to see until then. Um, Boston Celtics at 17. They are disappointing as well. Jason Tatum hasn't been shooting efficient. Jalen Brown hasn't been shooting efficient. They acquired Evan Fournier. And they got rid of Jeff T, which was a great move by them. They also received a couple. Of, uh, they gave up picks for Evan Fournier, but they're seconds. Yeah. They also got rid of Daniel Thice to save money. Um, Robert Williams also able to show his potential now. The Celtics are going to perform later in the year. They're 23 and 23. Top 15 offense, defense is bottom 10. Um, Kemba, there's always something with the Celtics. They always get one big max contract player that just sucks. Gordon Hayward. 
Kemba, Kyrie in the playoffs. I'm not saying Kyrie the regular season play. I'm saying Kyrie in the playoffs. They all just disappear. Um, Jalen Brown. I'm a big fan of Jalen Brown still. I still think he's underrated. Jason Tatum. It's unbelievable what he's doing at such a young age. This team is going to be unbelievable in the future. I think Jason Tatum has a potential to win an MVP with this type of team. But problem is spacing. They don't have a lot of spacing with... Uh, What's it called? Robert Williams or Tristan Thompson. So that's another big problem that they have. It's just the question is, will they be able to beat the big teams? Uh, Charlotte is at 16. They have a positive record, 23 and 22. Um, that's gonna probably gonna drop. Um, so losing Lamelo, of course, big loss. But Terry, Terry's been playing uh, unbelievable. Terry's been playing great this year. Devontae Graham with LaMelo out has been playing well as well. Gordon Hayward, before when I checked, he was playing amazing. Cody Zeller off the bench, he was doing stuff. This team is probably going to make playoffs, but as a bottom seed. Um, currently, they are winning against the Wizards. And Westbrook's having an unbelievable game as well. Same thing with Hashimura. That's that's one thing I forgot to mention about before. Sorry, I'm going to backtrack. Hashimura's been playing great. He's been playing unbelievably great. But that's besides the point. Terry Rogier has 20 points today. Cody Zeller, 14 and 12. Hayward has 24, 9 and 6. Devontae Graham, 15, 5 and 5. They're all performing well. They're going to be a playoff team, but they're not going to make any noise in the playoffs. The 15 team is Golden State Warriors with a 22 to 24 record. Bottom 10 offense, top 10 defense. Um, Wiggins has been performing better recently. Curry's coming back. He, he's gonna put up numbers. Um, if Warriors somehow win a series, I think it's time to debate if Curry's the best point guard of all time. He's definitely, I think he's personally the most skilled, but the best I still think is Magic. Magic was just unbelievable, but Curry is very close to that discussion. Um, they, they're they an interesting team because they still have a great coach, uh, superstar in Curry. Jamon Green's playing great again. Andre, uh, Andre, Andrew Wiggins has been playing decent as well. Kelly Oubre doing Kelly's great things. He's not very efficient, but that's besides the point. Um, next team is the Hawks at 14. Um, what a boring team. <laughs> um, they just haven't been the best. Trey Young hasn't been efficient. John Collins. Uh, this team, I thought they were going to be a top five team in the East. Top 14, maybe. This, they've just been so disappointing. There's no defense. Trey Young, when he doesn't score, it's the same situation with Bradley Beal. He has no defense. Yeah, he's a great playmaker. That's the other thing about Trey Young. He is an amazing playmaker that saves up for it. But sometimes he looks more towards free throw, more towards passing than to the open rim. Um, which is why I'm not a Trey Young fan. But, yeah. Uh, their schedule upcoming is a little difficult with Phoenix Spurs, Pelicans, Golden State, but it's not the diff- most hardest. Uh, 13, my Knicks. Um, you heard how I talked about them before. 
Their offensive rating is bottom 10, but we have a top four defense. Um, unfortunately, we lost Mitch again. Um, RJ Barrett and Julius Randle have been playing amazing. Um, Nils Noel has been doing enough. Taj Gibson, he should not be getting minutes. We have to put trust in Obi Toppin at this point. We need to do something where Randall plays the five or Toppin plays the five. You can't play Taj. Taj Gibson's lateral quickness is unbelievably so. He can't guard anyone in the paint. Derrick Rose also coming off the bench has been be, being able to provide. Emmanuel Quickly also should be deserving of more minutes, especially when the starters are struggling and the bench is the only part that's playing good. Fibs. That's the only problem with Dips. Um, he plays the starters too much. And I don't know why the Knicks just suck after every three-game winning streak. But that's besides the point. Um, next team is the Spurs at 12. 23-20 record. Top 10 defense. Bottom 10 offense. Um, no LaMarcus Aldridge anymore. DeJounte Murray has been performing well. Uh, Patty Mills has shot well, I guess. DeMar DeRozan has been doing his thing when he does play. Um, it's just such a Popovich team. They're just defensive, well-rounded, and they could score enough. It's the Spurs. The Spurs are the Spurs. Um, 11 team is Grizzlies. Um, they've been playing great as recently. John Morant has been performing. Uh, they're still waiting on Jerry Jackson to return. So am I. Um, Brandon Clark has been playing great. Um, yeah, another one of those teams where it's like well-rounded, just enough depth. And John Morant's still leading this team to almost a 500 record, which is unbelievable in my opinion, because that team is, shouldn't be like that. Um, 10, entering top 10, Portland. Um, CJ McCollum has been playing great this year. I'm a big CJ McCollum hater, but this year he's been playing great. Uh, Nurkic, uh, I don't know. Nurkic is weird. Norman Powell is a great pickup for the Trailblazers. 20, 28 and 18 record is actually quite shocking. I thought they were slightly worse, but they're playing great. Top six offense, one of the worst defenses. Um, so... Damian Lillard, McCollum, Powell. They are amazing. But Nurkic and his Cantor center. Great. It just depends how. We're going to see how they perform in the playoffs. This is a playoff team. But let's see how they perform actually in the playoffs. Um, the nine team is the Mavs. Luka and Chris Tapps have been playing unbelievable as of recent. Top 10 offense. Near bottom defense. Um... Maxi Kleber has been shooting great recently. Same with Tim Hardaway. Same with Josh Richardson. They've all been shooting good. Their defense has been the opposite, though. Their defense hasn't been the best, but their offense has been pushing them. Um, they versus OKC, Boston, Knicks, Washington in the next four games. I could see them winning three or four. Dallas is probably going to be a good, solid playoff team. Um, Denver, the 8, 28 and 18, Jokic is a possible MVP candidate, which he probably will be. 
He's been playing unbelievable this year. Their team is a top three offensive team, but a bottom 20 defensive team. Aaron Gordon's in Denver. Um, yeah, that's about it. Honestly, I think Orlando won that trade, getting rid of Aaron Gordon. You receive RJ Hampton and picks. I think that's great for them. But the that's going to help the defense a little bit for Denver. That's the point of the trade. But these next couple games, we'll, we'll see. They have Philadelphia and then the Clippers. Those are two tough games. So we're going to have to see how they do there. Um, but other than that, Jamal Murray has been okay. Um, and Jokic is MVP. Lakers is seven. Um, yeah. As you know, no LeBron, no AD. No things are going to happen. Um, but they have the best defensive rating. Um, offense has been okay, but no AD, no LeBron is just killing this team. They're going to be a lower seed than what they are now, which is expected. But hopefully they both come back fully healthy so they could take down the Nets, which are probably going to be one. I didn't look through this, but then it should be one. Uh, the sixth seed, the sixth team is the Suns. Disrespectful, honestly. 31 and 14. They've been playing great. Chris Paul and Devin Booker have been an unbelievable backcourt. DeAndre Ayton has been performing well enough. Mikal Bridges has been playing amazing defense. They have a top three defensive rating and a top 10 offensive rating. Even Dario Sarge has been doing decent this year. Like this team has just been playing great. They're just so well rounded. It has one of the best benches. Like their defense has been playing amazing. Their offense has been playing amazing. I like there's nothing wrong with this team. Yeah, are they gonna win the playoffs? No. I'm this might be Devin Booker's first year. I'm not sure. I, I, he might have made it as an 8 seed or 7 seed one year, if I'm not mistaken. I I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure this is Devin Booker's first trip. Same with DeAndre Ayton. Same with the other guys. Um, they got some experience in the bubble, but that wasn't technically the playoffs. But they definitely can make some noise. But they're not going to be a team like the Lakers. They're not going to be a team like the Nuggets, most likely. There's just... It's hard. The West Conference is hard. If they were in the East, however, they could possibly make some more noise than what they would do in the West. Um, the next team is the Sixers. We're entering the top five. The Sixers, without Embiid, without what's the other guy? I can't think of his name. Uh, whatever. I forgot his name. The guy that used to be on the Jazz, the center. They traded him. Uh, Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley. That's who I was thinking about. Um, Dwight Howard is like, I'm pretty sure the only center on the roster. But Danny Green has been performing. Tobias Harris is playing probably his best basketball. Ben Simmons. Which I personally think should be the depoy of the year. It, should, it shouldn't be close. But apparently he's not the depoy. I think he was like second. Which is disrespectful. Because Ben Simmons guards everywhere he guards everywhere like 
it's crazy how good of a defender Ben Simmons is. But Rudy Gobert is one. Miles Turner two with Ben Simmons is three. That is so disrespectful. But I don't know. It's 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 getting I the Sixers just shock me every single day. When I saw them beat go down, I'm like, oh, they're gonna go on a huge losing streak, whatever, and they still perform. Um Again, Ben Simmons, um, he's not going to be the type of guy to put up 20 and 10 every night, but he's doing enough to help the team win. Um, the four team is the Bucks, the 29-16 record, top five offense, top seven defense. Um, they have P.J. Tucker now, Giannis, of course, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, this team is great. They're a great team. Um, they kind of started heating up. Drew Holiday has been playing the last couple weeks. Um, the other day they played against the next day. They played the young rookies and they looked good. The Nassis was playing amazing against us. There's a lot of... It's... The East is up for grabs between the Sixers, Bucks, Nets. Well, Nets are probably going to take the whole thing because, I mean, look at that Nets team. But the Sixers and the Bucks are going to be a tough matchup if they do end up versing before the Nets. Um, uh, we're entering the top three. Clippers is three. Um, 31-16 record. Top two offense. Top 13 defense. Um, Kawhi's having the best year of his career. No one's talking about it. He is a top five player in the NBA. People who you could maybe even argue top three. Kawhi is unbelievable. Paul George has been playing unbelievable as well. Reggie Jackson has been doing good enough. Sergi Baca is out for now, but he was playing great. Luke Kennard, whenever he does play, plays good enough when Paul George is out. Marcus Morris has been playing good. This is another team that is just great. Very great team. Great, very well-rounded. Um... Yeah, that's about it. Terrence Mann's even been playing good. But Kawhi is playing the best basketball of his career, and no one's talking about it, which is quite disgraceful. Um, Brooklyn is two. Uh, I, I I, don't get it how Jazz is one and Brooklyn is two. But Brooklyn is 31-15. They have the best offensive rating and a bottom five defensive rating. Who needs defense when you have Kyrie, Harden, Durant, Aldridge, and Blake Griffin? Nicholas Claxton off the bench. Landry Shaman. Bruce Brown. I mean, this team, Timothy Luau Cabarro, even him, he's a good role player. This team is just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But... We have to see how Lamarcus Aldridge does play. Blake Griffin has shown that he's still athletic. He can still dunk the ball. Um, the, only, the only people that probably could take out this next team is LeBron and AD if they do come back fully healthy. Sixers could possibly pull off an upset because they are a big team and they could possibly outscore them. That's the only way. You have to outscore this team. And the only way that you could outscore this team is either bully balling them in the paint and shooting 60% from the field. Or just raining threes. Um, and the one team is the Jazz. 
Uh, I 34 and 11. They're both top five in offensive and defensive rating. That is why they are great. They are undefeated at home in 2021. Um, Jordan Clarkson off the bench has been great. Joe Ingles has shown streaks of him being good. George Niang has been solid. Mike Conley has been playing better. Rudy Gobert, defensive player of the year. And Donovan Mitchell, the the main guy. He's been playing great. Efficiency, not so much. Um, but Donovan Mitchell has been carrying this team. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for the power rankings. The another thing I want to talk about is just the standings in general. Um, I mean, I don't think any of us expected teams to be like this. Like, there's so many teams. The Sixers are still the one seed somehow. The Nets are right behind them. The Bucks, the Hornets, the Knicks. That's probably the most shocking one. Um, the Celtics are below us. The Celtics are below the Knicks. The Hawks are below the Knicks. The Heat, the Pacers, even the Bulls. The Bulls now have Vooch and Zach Levine. The Raptors. Like, there's so many teams that are just below that none of us expected to happen. Um, I don't think we expected to see a Jazz Suns 1-2 seed as well. Um, the Clippers have been playing great. Lakers have been playing great. Nuggets have been playing great. The West is just so bungled up and stacked. I mean, the Spurs are the 8 seed with a 23-21 record. The Pelicans have a 21-25 record, which is a 12 seed in the West. But in the East... They're a nine seed and only a couple games out of the eight seed. I mean, yeah, the West and East, there always is a huge gap between the two. But this year has a lot riding, not just on this season, but of all time. Curry, he could prove that he is the best point guard of all time. LeBron could, if he beats his next team, should not be a conversation for the GOAT. There's a lot of things riding on the season. Are we going to see how everyone performs? But besides that, fantasy playoffs is about to come in. There are some players that I see that could possibly be very, very good soon. But other than that, um, I'm, that's it. Hope you guys enjoy. And I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Oh, don't forget your moms. Peace.